Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted? I'd like to know if this sounds familiar in your house. Parent. I would really like my child to do their homework without a fight. Child, I would like to be able to do my homework without my parents nagging me. (laughs) The last couple podcasts have been in relation to school and report cards since it's that time of the month. And then two were about getting really curious about where marks come from and how the classroom environment is set up and how you can help your child be successful within that environment. And then the next one was talking about seeing your child through a growth lens and wanting to help them see what can be different and what can change. And then the next one was about their behaviors are a reflection of us because we've taught them how to behave the way they, the way they do. Sorry. So in this one, I want to talk a little bit about something that we hear about quite often, and that's homework, the homework struggle. So again, as I started with, the parent is just thinking, why won't my child do their work without a fight? And the child is just thinking, why can't I do my work without my parents nagging me? So if we look at the two sentences or the two statements that they're saying, there's an underlying same goal, right, which is to get the work done. And if we notice, when I quoted what the child would say, is they would say, I would like to be able to get my parent, to, sorry, to get my parent, no, no, to get my work done <laughs> without my parent nagging me. So let me repeat that. I would like to be able to get my work done without my parents nagging me. So if we look at that little bit, be able to, and get really curious, well, why is the child not just sitting down and doing it? Well, as I've mentioned in the past, they're not robots. We can't click on and off buttons. And the Nike saying is cool, but it doesn't apply to our children. So what could be going on? And as I've also mentioned, let's get curious. So if your child is not doing their homework, just sitting down and doing it, we have to figure out what the reasons are behind. Do they understand the work? Do they have an example to follow for the work that they're doing? Do they know how to do the work? Do they have the tools to do the work? Which in that case for math, for example, could mean a calculator, a ruler, whatever the different tools might be. Do they know when it's due? Do they actually have the physical assignment? Do they know how to find the assignment? Do they know how to get started? It's huge for kids to know how to get started. Do they have the right space to do the homework where it's distraction free? Do they understand why they need to do their homework? Do they value homework? And the list of questions could honestly go on and on. So when a parent says to me, I would just like my child to do their work without a fight, I go into all of these questions. And let's break them down. 
Do they understand the work? So imagine you were just given a new job to do at work and nobody's taken the time to explain it to you. And you're just supposed to sit down at your desk and do it. Well, you may have some frustration. You may need to ask somebody how to do it. You may need to research how to do it. There may be a whole bunch just built into do you know how to do the work. Same with your child. If they're going to pull out something to work on for homework that they have no understanding of, how motivated are they going to be to pull it out? And if it's a time where, you know, say it's typically during dinner and you're running around getting dinner made, maybe you're not, maybe that's not the best time because you don't have that attention to give them for something that they truly don't understand. Another layer to that is what if you don't understand it? So for instance, we've had so many families where the parents say to me, well, I don't understand math. How is my child supposed to understand math? I can't help them with math because I don't understand math. Well, (laughs) you're setting your child up right then to be able to mirror that back. And quite often that's what we do here mirrored back, that a person doesn't understand it and their parent can't help them with it. So where are they getting that from? So first question, do they even understand the work? Next question, as I mentioned, do they have an example to follow? Again, picture you, you're at work, you're given a new task and all of a sudden you have to do the new task but there's no example to follow. Well, Maybe you have a very understanding boss who just would be so happy with you doing it creatively. Maybe not. Maybe you have a boss that is suggesting that it needs to be done in a certain manner. And if it's not done in a certain manner, that's going to irritate your boss. Well, same could happen with the teacher. So if they don't have an example to follow, then they're going to do it their way. If they've done it their way in the past and that has gotten them into trouble, then why would they want to sit down and do work again in the future if they don't have an example to follow? And then we go back to the first question. If they have an example to follow but they still don't understand it, where's the motivation for them to do it? The next question was, do they have the tools to do the work? So what we need to figure out there then is when they're sitting down in their homework space, do they have, as mentioned, the pencil, the ruler, the calculator, if they need markers, if they need glue, if they need scissors, depending on what grade and what kind of project. As soon as a child leaves the sort of zone of doing homework to go get one of those things, they've just fallen off and become distracted. So a really great thing to do is to set up homework space so that those necessities are there. And again, it'll depend Uh, what grade they are, what subject they're doing, what they need. But a really good habit is to teach them to gather it all before they start. And again, as we've mentioned, you want to model this stuff. So maybe you're not doing homework, but maybe you model it in the kitchen so that when you're cooking, you kind of gather everything out. And you can even have that conversation with them. It's way easier when I cook if I make sure we have everything and I gather it all out. A really key thing is, what if they don't know how to do the work? What happens then? So as I've already mentioned, if they're not understanding it and they don't know how to do it, it's going to become frustrating for them. Sometimes my kids will say to me, oh, is it okay if I have my iPad out, or my computer out to check something? Well, lots of times before they would ask me that and we'd have the conversation, I would get very irritated <laughs> if they had their iPad out while they were supposed to be doing their homework. And then we would have the conversation. Well, why is that out? Well, I needed help 
in a certain thing and either you were busy or you weren't there or I can't find the dictionary on the shelf or whatever the different reasons would be. And plus there is just so much on the internet now that they can get. You can get a graphing calculator, etc. So sometimes that can be a tool that they need and you just need to have that conversation with them about it. And sometimes we actually have went in and put in the exact question that they've had and seen different ways that it can be worked out. We've put in the question into YouTube and seen different ways that it can be worked out. So a whole other podcast will be on how your child learns and what would be the most effective for them. But we really have to be clear, do they understand the work? Do they know how to do it? Can we help them give them, we, sorry, can we help them by giving them ways if A, we're not going to be there or B, if we don't know how to do it? Do they know when it's due? So huge piece of thing for homework. Well, there's no pressing need to do something if they don't know when it's due. So that's a whole other conversation in terms of using agendas and how to use agendas and how to communicate with the teacher about when things are due. But for simplicity's sakes for this time, if they don't know when something is due, then maybe there's not going to be an urgency. Another thing you want to look at around this is seeing a pattern. So if you see them constantly um, knowing due dates and just waiting to the last minute, that might be something you want to work on with them. Do they actually have the assignment? (laughs) This is a really funny one. So your child has a project due, but they don't actually have the physical sheet that explains what the project is. Well, if there's somebody who does it at the last minute, that's going to be an issue. But again, problem solved. All right, is Sarah in your class? Is Jane in your class? Is Bobby in your class? Um, Do we have any of their phone numbers? Do you have a way to text them? Can you Snapchat them? Can you Facebook them? Whatever. Let's figure out a way so that we can get the solution, um, which is in this case would be the actual assignment sheet. If it's something that's not due the next day, can we write a note in your agenda or can you write a note in your agenda, you'd say to your child, so that they are able to get that piece of paper uh, that the assignment is on. But again, a key question. They can't just do it if they don't have the assignment. Do they know how to get started? Huge, huge, huge question. Um, What can we think of here? Think of the first time you've done anything and um, you didn't quite know what you were doing. I might think the first time I cleaned a bathroom. Not pleasant, but whatever. Um, I, I might have done it and done it in such a way that my parents were like, what? It doesn't even look like you've cleaned the bathroom. Because I did it my way and to get started, I probably wouldn't even have known unless we had like a cleaning bucket what to get started with. So again, that would be like the right tools to get started with and the how. So does your child know how to get started? Do they know how to gather their tools? Do they know how to set up their workspace? Do they know what to do when they don't know what to do? Do they know how to use their agenda as a tool, either to record when things are due or to write down if they still need more information? So a really key thing we haven't actually talked about is their teacher can be a resource, obviously, for them. So where are they writing down the questions that they have when they're going through something that they don't understand? Right away when we start working with a child, the first homework, if you will, that I give them is to start going into their notebooks and starring the things that they don't understand. So they're going through class and they're doing some work that the teacher's given them and they're at home doing work 
an immediate action when they don't understand something is to put a star. Now, we advise our children to put something that means something to them. So if they really like music, a music note. If they're into hockey, a hockey stick, etc. Because we want to have some positive association for them not understanding. This isn't highlighting that they don't understand something to make fun of it and be like, oh, you have 50 stars. No, it's to say, okay, you have some stars here. Let's figure out, is there a pattern to these stars? What are you not understanding? We ask them to do something that they really like, like the hockey stick or the mu music note, because we want them to realize that I like something, it can have pot, which has a positive association to me, and not understanding needs to have a positive association. However, if you think about that rush to do homework, when a child's not understanding something, typically we're not giving them that out. We're not giving them that solution. We're not giving them that tool to say it's okay. We also want to see if they value homework. If a child doesn't value homework, well, why are they going to get themselves all set up, get the tools out, and start to do it? They're probably not. So you need to give them a reason to value homework. If you think that homework is important as the parent and you want them to get it done, then you need to give them a reason to value it. If it's at the same time that you're making dinner, then talk about that. Well, I really value the fact that we're going to have a healthy dinner. I really value the fact that you're going to get your homework done. We're going to do it at the same time. I'm here to help, etc. Or if that's not the time you do it, do something that you have to do on a continuous basis. Maybe that's balancing a checkbook. Maybe that's writing your shopping list. Maybe that's doing some homework of your own, reading a book, doing a course, whatever that could be. Then do that at the same time that they're doing their homework. So, hey, look at me. I value work. I value doing something outside of what I do all day. And I'm going to put some more effort towards it. So you give them a sense of reason to value homework. And there's a whole other podcast we could do about the valuing of homework. But we're talking in this case about you're a parent, you value homework, you feel that your child should do it. If that's the case, you really have to show them that you value it. You have to act as that mirror. So we've addressed a couple questions around the fact that a parent says to me, I would just like my child to do their homework without a fight. And a child saying, I'd just like to be able to do my work without my parents nagging me. And if you look at that, we've just went through how many questions? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think about ten questions we went through in terms of just getting doing the homework. And so when we think of a concept that we think should just be so simple, we need to be creative. We need to be investigative. We need to get curious as to why they're just not doing it. Homework isn't taught in school. Homework is assigned in school. So get curious with your child. Thank you so much for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated, as well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.